Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I received an email from Sharon, and uh, she was, sent me a note about how she and her husband, Tom, had returned from uh, a visit to Mexico, and uh, they're in uh, British Columbia. Can you guys lock this on for me, please? Um, they had returned from a, uh, from a trip to Mexico, and they had a very interesting experience at the border. Sharon, hi. Tom, hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're here. Thank you both for coming on. And I, I gathered, Sharon, as I read your email, that not only are you disappointed, but you're also upset and angry at the manner in which you were treated. Yeah, and ashamed as well that that this is how they treated Canadian citizens come, trying to come back into Canada. So tell us what tell us what you did wrong. Tell us tell us what I'm I'm not laughing at you. Okay, I'm laughing with you. Mm-hmm. Tell us what happened. How did this begin? How did you end up at that border crossing? Well, we had to go down to Mexico for a very short trip just to take care of some business on a property down there. So we had we waited until after we had our second vaccinations two weeks after, and then we decided we'll go down and we'll do this business. So um, we came back. We we waited an extra few days and came back on the seventh because we knew that the hotel stay and the quarantine was over as of the fifth. So we flew on the seventh, but we were unable to get a flight into Vancouver without an overnight stay in Dallas, Texas. There was there's, there were there's very few flights from the States directly into Vancouver. So we decided we wanted to get home in one day. We didn't want to overnight in Dallas. So we took a flight from uh, Puerto Vallarta to Seattle, Seattle to Bellingham. No, maybe Puerto Vallarta, Dallas, Dallas, Seattle, Seattle, Bellingham. At 11 o'clock at night, we got a cab to the border. It's, 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 the, it's hard to explain how they treated us there. They had nothing else to do because there was no traffic. You walked, across, you walked across the border, right? Both we of you? Walked, yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. And we had just come straight from the airport. So mm-hmm. if we had flown, if, if there was a flight from Seattle to Vancouver, everything would have been fine. So, we so in your, in, I'm sorry, Sharon. In your email, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but in your email, Please. you wrote, and I think this is important. Uh, um, yeah. What ensued, beginning at 11:30 p.m. at the Pacific Highway border crossing and continuing for two days, was what appeared to be malicious effort to punish and humiliate two law-abiding, you're right, old folks, for daring to yeah. try to walk across the border. Please explain. The, the attitude when we got there was punishing. It was humiliating. It, they looked at us as if we were criminals, I guess. I don't think people would even should even treat criminals with such disrespect. We'd done everything right. We had our vaccinations. We had our PCR test from a hospital in Puerto Vallarta. We had filled out the Arrive Can app. We did everything Um what we didn't know, of course, was that they wouldn't they wouldn't accept a Mexican PSR, PCR test crossing on foot or even driving. We 
we didn't know that. We thought a 72-hour PCR test would be enough. But it was kind of the disdain and contempt that the way they told us, well, too bad. Um, you, you're, you just have to go back to the United States and you're going to have to get an American PCR test. Or, as Stephen said, get a uh, $5,000 fine plus another fine. So it would have been $12,000. Wow. So, we I mean, were they, were they just, they were just maliciously verbally abusive? Yeah, they were humiliating. I must say, I've never, I've never had a tongue lashing like that. It was, it was as if, I don't know, it was almost as if there was a game they were playing or we were entertainment or something. It was, it just felt so humiliating. So we had, we, and the border's out in the middle of nowhere. We had taken a $100 cab ride. We had to call another cab, another 100 bucks into Bellingham. The cab driver was great. She found us a hotel room. And then we stayed up till four in the morning trying to figure out where to get a PCR test, which we did the next day. But of course, you don't get the results back for 24 hours. So we had to stay two nights. And so on that was so Tuesday. Then on Thursday, we went back to the border with the American PCR test. And exactly the same thing, sort of demeaning, contemptuous, um, almost with some kind of adverse pleasure. He gave us this tongue lashing, and he told me, okay, so you've done everything, but your arrived can app filled out that you were going to come across on the 7th, and now it's the 9th. So you're going to have to go back to the United States and fill out the arrived can app again, or or I'll put you in a 14-day quarantine because my arrived CANAP, which with my date of birth and, and passport numbers and vaccination certificates are all exactly the same. No, he said you have to go back to the States and fill it out again or I'll put you in 14-day quarantine. I actually don't believe that. I, I, I don't believe he had the authority to do that. I've looked and there's no, to get into Canada, with vaccinations and PCR tests, you don't need to have the arrival. Okay, but just like Stephen, just like Stephen, you were offered the option of paying five thousand dollars and probably the twelve hundred and fifty dollars uh, administration fee as well, surtax, whatever they're calling it, and and a fourteen day and a quarantine. fourteen day quarantine, and because and so you went back and you went back for, so you went back for two days, and and you wrote to the U.S. border guards were not impressed. No, they, 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 they couldn't understand what, what was going on with the Canadian border guides. So we, we just went behind some bushes, and I tried to fill out the Arrive Can app again. Mm-hmm. And I'm shaking at this point. I'm feeling like, oh, you know, I mean, I'm not, I've never really, you know, I'm 71 years old. I've never really been treated like that. And I couldn't use my own email address because my Can app says I'm already in Canada. Yeah, so I can I can hear I can hear the anxiety and the frustration, and I can hear irritation in your voice clearly. Tom, what what have you come away with, Tom? What's the what's your takeaway from all of this, from your experience with your wife? Well, my my uh, what my takeaway is is that uh, uh, they were up to some some sort of game they were playing because they didn't have much to do. It was almost no traffic, and uh, I, I assume they were going to give us the tongue lashing and then say. We're going to let you go through, but don't try this again, that kind of thing. But no, I mean, they, they actually made us at midnight go back to the United States, dragging our suitcases into the darkness. It was, 
it was it was something out of a out of a of a, of a movie of Russia circa you know, 1968. I mean, I, I I just found it bizarre, absolutely bizarre. And then the next day, when we or the two days later, when we went back, as Sharon has said, with now our, our second PCR test that we'd taken within 48 hours. Uh, then they got on this thing about the arrive can, and I, I thought the guy, I thought initially the guy was joking. I mean, you've got to be kidding! It's all the same information. It's it's he actually brought it up on his screen. Oh my goodness! It said, "Oh, you got to go back to the United States and fill it in again." So we're, we go back. We're behind a bush. Another guard comes out and yells at us, "Hey, were you people filling the the the, the can app in right there?" Yes, he said. Well, don't wander off. You're supposed to be back in the states, you know. Uh, oh, no. I, you know, I, I figured if I tried to go back to the States, the American border guy probably wouldn't let me in thinking there was, there was something wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, it, just, oh, it, it was just bizarre. And, and we've traveled a lot. We've traveled across the border many, many, many times, usually by air. Um, but this was all kind of bizarre. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's important to, uh, I think Sharon mentioned this, but the, the tests we had for Mexico, they didn't question the validity of the tests. If we had flown into Canada, the tests were fine. Right. Because you, because because you came, walked in, they're not. Because we came through the States, yeah. they somehow weren't fine. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it's just, it, that's just got to be a game. If well, you'd flown it, it, in through, through the States, yeah. it would have been okay. So where are you both now? Are you, are you, are you home? Yeah. We're, we're, yeah oh, we're good. Home. I thought you were probably on that bridge going back and forth. <laughs> dragging <laughs> your suitcases. My, I'm sending my granddaughter to to France for two weeks of French immersion in uh-huh. August, and I, I woke up in the middle of the night frantic because she's coming back through Frankfurt. So I thought, oh, my God, is she going to have to get a German PCR test at the Frankfurt airport? I don't know. This is getting too confusing for me. I'm, I'm not even going to go to New York. I'm going to stay home now. I've got to get the PCR test. I'm not going anywhere. They'll probably give me one in crossing the Burlington Bay Skyway. Thank you both. Thank you both for joining us. I wish you all the very best. I'm sorry you went through this, but thank you for sharing your experience. I'm I'm sure it's going to mortify people who are planning to try to take a trip. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.